Listen, this might not be the best podcast you've heard in 2018, but we think that if you wait a couple, or at least till next year, it might be an okay time for you. There's a bug in there. This is Sarah. This is episode 21 of OK Time with Carl Grashit and Steve Ellis and sometimes me, including this week featuring me. And we are talking about floating. Sensual, sensory deprivation tank floating. Don't make it weird. We don't have to make it weird. It already, it already is. It shows up with its own weird. So uh, normally... Carl and Steve give each other usually music, sometimes movies to uh, listen to and review. But Steve had a fun idea, which is that all of us would go to deprivation tanks uh, individually, not together, and report back. So uh, let's talk about. We still might all go together in one. So Stevie, Mm -hmm. Stevie, why did you want us all to do this? Tell us about what you're expecting and then tell us what happened. Um, I had heard that um, I think Alicia maybe is the only person I knew that had done it and she really liked it and felt like it helped with um, some pain and it just seemed like an interesting thing to try and it's also seemed a little bit challenging because I don't really like to do new things. I'm afraid of everything <laughs> that's new. And so I was like nervous making the appointment. I was nervous to go. I knew that it, it involved a shower and I was not totally comfortable with showering like somewhere that's not my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that to kind of push through that discomfort and try something new would be fun and something that we hadn't quite done something this experiential on the pod podcast before. So like I said, I was nervous to go this morning. I just, um, I felt like I was gonna not get there in time for some reason. So I set my alarm for seven thirty and was like snoozing for like two hours. And then by the time I got up, I was like, oh, I don't have enough time to do everything I have to do. But I really did. And then I got there in exactly the right time. So that was totally fine. Um, and it was really, it was nice. The place I went to was like, they're probably all like this, but it was like very low lighting, even in the reception area. And there was just one, I'm not sure if they only um, have one session at a time. I only saw one room, but I know that they have, they must have another room because you had the option of choosing a pod or a tank. But I don't, mm. I don't know if they had, if they would book both those at the same time. I only saw the part, the one person that was working there the whole time I was there, which was nice. So because- were you in a pod or a tank? A pod. Okay. What's a pod like? Are you you guys both tanked? 
I think we potted. No, the tanks were the only option. Um, um, I asked on my way out, uh, the woman that I spoke to said that the main difference is they're different um, uh, containers, but uh, similar except the tanks are maybe they recommend that for beginners you choose a pod because the tanks don't have music or a light. Mm. And okay. so you just like, it's kind of like. So it must have been a pod then we were in. Yeah. Yeah. If you had, likely, if you had light and um, music. Yeah. And you were a pod, Steve? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. So th- it was, it was very pleasant. And the woman, was made me feel comfortable and so taking a shower there was not a big deal and i don't know what your setup was like but everything was in one room so you like have the pod and then next to that is a shower and a bench and um so it just felt like everything i needed was in that room and it didn't you know it felt very private and so it was comfortable yeah um and then the main thing that um, that was challenging was like at first I was a fairly anxious and like felt like I was going to have to open it and sit up because I've had like really bad, uh, allergies the past few days. And so, and sometimes laying down, uh, makes my symptoms worse. And so mm-hmm. within the first like 10 minutes, my, I, I could breathe in through my nose at first, but eventually I got like maybe 5%. Uh, usage of my nose and so I had to breathe through my mouth and that didn't feel that felt unnatural and this the sounds that that was making were strange and like made me anxious Mm -hmm. Um, but eventually um, I guess I just got used to it because I felt like I kind of I booked a 60 minute session and I kind of wish I did a 90 minute because I felt like once I got comfortable it was over Mm. Um, that's how I felt. Yeah. And then it all, I think I rushed, like, I think I could have kind of taken my time on my way out. Cause I noticed that like my appointment was from 11 to one. And by the time I got out, it was like 1220. So I was like, uh, I think I just felt like I, for some reason, like she was waiting for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like rushed through everything and then I didn't feel like I should drive right away. And so that's why when we spoke earlier, I was at reanimator cause I just walked to a coffee shop and then I lost my car for like 20 minutes. Oh no. Uh, I just don't know Fishtown that well. So I thought I parked in a different place than I did. Good. So will you go again? I would go again and I would, um, there's this nose spray that's over the counter that, um, is not, recommended by doctors and I've like used it, uh, like 10 times a day at certain points. And I've been off it for years now, but Mm -hmm. I have it and I, and it's like, it works really well. It just, the bad part about it is there's like this wicked, uh, rebound where it clears you up for like 20 minutes and then you're more congested than you were before after that 20 minutes, but I could use it probably. And it would last like the length of a session and I'd be able to breathe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a good trade off. Well, it's not so bad. It's just a slippery slope. Like if you start using it all day, when you stop using it, it's going to be really bad. 
That's the name of the place we went to, Slippery Slope. (laughs) And then the only other thing that is notable, I feel, is that since I got out of the pod, everything has been irritating. Like, I just want to be in a warm uh, bath of salt water always. Wow. You should open up a, a place. Yeah, that's that's what the when I went, I'm not going to go next, but I will say this. Uh, when I went, the people at the front desk were discussing how they were going to communicate to their customers that they were closed on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And they were like, oh, I just feel so bad because if like I get to float whenever I want. But if I was trying to start off the new year on a good intention and I couldn't float that day, I'd be pissed. So I think it's fair that people are are sad that we're closed. And I was like, wow, people are really into this. Like they really want to float. They really want to float. And the people that were there, they were like, yeah, our hands are just all dry from the salt water because they were talking about how I didn't have to put shoes on. They're like, we we just walk around barefoot because we're just floating all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I should get it, try to get a job at one of the yeah. places. Yeah. Then you can, it sounds like you can float whenever you want. Why don't we, we'll go and talk about our experiences and then at the end we can each give it a rating. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. the rating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the, so the guy, David at first state floats, which is the first floating facility of its kind in Delaware down in People's Park Plaza. People's Plaza. People's. <laughs> Fuck you guys telling me uh-huh. that I'm not Delaware enough yet. Okay. I got my driver's license, Steve, just so you know. I'm familiar. People's Pl- Park Plaza. Off of Pulaski Highway down in Bear. <laughs> um, next to a movie theater that I had been to. Fun fact about me. And I had originally recorded like my pre thoughts before going in. And then I was going to record my comments after, but apparently I spent too much time in there because Sarah called me and she was like, Kevin, what's going on? Are you all right? I was like, I'm still in there. And then when I got out, I wasn't in the good mind space to like record my thoughts afterwards because she got me all hyped up. Uh, I wasn't yelling at you. And it was just a text message. You know, like, you called me when I was okay? in there talking to the guy afterwards. He's like, and you were like, what's going on? Oh my god! And then, or so I just in the car. No. Oh, good. No, but um, did you this guys go at the same time, like back to back appointments? No. no, I went Thursday night. She went on Friday night. Okay. Uh, so this guy started this business because he had been in. He'd been a mortgage person for several decades, and then he had back problems or something, and he would go to, I think the same place you went to, cause there was only one, he went to Philadelphia. He said, maybe it was someplace else, but mm. he first experienced it there. And then after one flow, he said he had the idea and he came back down to Delaware and started with the business plan. And I imagine it's not cheap to get, uh, that, uh, that equipment. No. And they had three takes tanks there or pods, I think, cause they had music and lights. Um, a little bit of a similar setup. You walk in there it's like a low light reception. It's just, I think trying a little bit too hard to be Zen. Like when you walk in there, <laughs> uh, but it was very calming. Can I ask you about the decor? Was it like a graffiti kind of aesthetic? Um, it, is it was, um, I don't know. It felt like at first I was, 
I was nervous like you. I wasn't sure if I was going to poop in there on accident <laughs> after like over an hour. You know, you never know. Did they talk about the cleanup fee? If yeah, you, yeah, a thousand dollars. Oh wow, it was seven fifty at my place. No, so I was like, I'm going to pee before I go in there. Yeah, and then there was another woman there who was getting ready to float too, and it was her first time. She's like, she had a gift certificate or something. But Did you like, interview oh. her? No, I didn't. You should have. But the other woman, Krista, so it's David and Krista, and they're like, oh, you must be Kevin. Like, go ahead. We asked, no shoes here, so take them off. (laughs) Some of our customers are like, where do I put my shoes? And I say, well, if it was at home, you wouldn't put your shoes in a shoe rack, would you? You just put them on wherever. So that's what you should do. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I took my shoes off. You put them in the middle of the room like you would at home? I put them on her, I like hung one on her, her nose <laughs> and then one on top of her head. Now I put him by the chair and then they took us back and there's three pod rooms, one called the river, one called the bay and one called the ocean because of course the river flows into the bay and the bay flows into the ocean. And she explained wow. it in a, in a really, really chill way. And then they have this other room that you can go in afterwards that has like journals that you can draw in and there's apples and bananas to eat and water and you can, write things and draw and there's like these those balls that you can extend and they get bigger and you can collapse and expand them and there's one that's like life human size and there's yoga mats and stuff if you're into that Mm. so i went into the pod room similar setup i think to you had a a shower right outside which i was relieved to i don't like gym situations where there's a bunch of dudes like i can hear them lathering up their (laughs) nether regions and their hair was was this like a hookah situation in the lounge no, it felt very, it felt like a, like a spa okay. type place, like a small reception room, but you know, it was f- clean. It seemed clean. Oh, it was very clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David was like, we, I want this to feel like your sanctuary just to come out and relax afterwards. You can journal about your experience or read what other people have read and written. Yeah. And there's no time limit. So like even the 8 PM sessions that we had, like we could in theory have stayed as long as we wanted in the room afterwards in the back but i didn't but you do have to get out of the pod yeah after 60 minutes because the filtration system will come on if you fall asleep and start whirling you around (laughs) is that did they tell you that yeah she's like because some people fall asleep but um the voice will come back on and tell you it's over but if you fall asleep you'll start to get whirled around and as it cleans itself and i was like well i don't want that to happen (laughs) (laughs) so that sounds like uh an enormous toilet situation. Like, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> they apparently got to help write the legislation in Delaware for how like a business of this kind runs oh, wow. and, and how it's regulated. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, and, you know, they, I, I won't knock their passion for this because they were extremely enthusiastic about its health and spiritual related benefits. So I got in there. She gave me the spiel about what to do. I took my shower, made sure no one was in there. Um, I was worried about that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always a little su- suspect of people like introducing to me. And then there's like a random hole or like door or a window that I can't see. Um, that wasn't the case. So I took, took my shower and then I put the wax earplugs in cause they seemed like they would repel water more than the, uh, ones that you'd get Foam at a show. Ones. Foam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I got in there and it felt very much like a, like a space pod or like the movie or the show, the leftovers at the end when she goes um, into the other alternate reality. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was saying goodbye almost, but I got in there and it did feel like a space 
thing. And then the woman starts, she's like, hello, welcome to your pod experience. And I turn her right off. <laughs> and I, I, I turn the lights off um, and the sound off because so, I wanted the, the sensory deprivation. And I didn't really have any trouble laying there. But like you, it took me a long time to get comfortable. It's for whatever reason, when I focus on my breath, like it, I get really anxious about it sometimes. And yeah. in certain situations, if I, I feel like if I'm not doing it with intention that I won't breathe on my own. And I know that's weird, but finally, when I did get comfortable, I felt like the same thing. It, the lights came back on and it was over, but there were moments where, because the water is the same temperature as the human body or whatever, that I did feel like I was just all the same substance. Like they said that might happen, but then I like, but then there's this foam pillow that they put in there and it fell off the door. And I thought that the guy was getting in there trying to check on me and that scared me like, no, I'm okay. And then it wasn't him. And, um, then it took me, I don't know how long it took me to calm down after that, but I eventually did. I'm okay. And then the light came on and I was like, Oh, but you know, when you're almost asleep and then you like jostle yourself awake, that happened right at the end. And I got the hell out of there. Do you think you did fall asleep? <laughs> Maybe for a, a brief moment. And, and uh, like I, my brain went to different areas and I w- would have like random thoughts like what's for dinner? What should I eat after this? Am I going to go to Wawa? Cause I, after I float, <laughs> I was like, after I float, I want to get bloated. So I got out and they said, after you're done, you have about a pound of salt on there. And they said that other customers are gross and don't take the shower afterwards because they like the salt to crystallize off them. And I said, that's really fucking gross. They told and you I, that? Yeah. So I took a long shower, got rid of all that. Hmm. And then I went to the little chill out room, ate a Granny Smith apple, thought it was too small, but I'd enjoyed it. It was good. And I drank water. And then I started reading the journals. So this is where I was like, hmm, people are getting too spiritual with this afterwards. Like some people wrote on the chalkboard, Oh, I'm so centered and well, I feel so great. And then this one guy kept writing every time you went in there, he'd been in there like 10 plus times. And then somebody wrote a fucking matrix quote on the chalkboard. Like there is no spoon. Remember that it's not the spoon that Ben, it's only yourself. And I was like, that's fucking too much. Like turn that, <laughs> erase that right away. And then I went over went to the bathroom again. And then I took that expandable life-size one and I like expanded it all the way. Noticed I could go in there and fit inside. I didn't do that. What are you talking probably, about? You know, those like, <laughs> those, they're plastic balls and you can collapse them no. into a smaller ball and then you pull them. They and look expand. like connects. Yeah. They look like Lego type oh. things. They expand and collapse. And this one was life-size. It, so it was so big. You could have gotten inside it. Yeah. They said people sit in there. I said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but, and so then I left and I talked to David for a second about, cause he had some health related issue and then that's why he first did the, um, float in Philadelphia and that's why he started it. So, I, I mean, I thought that was a good enough story, but I can see how like he could be a little much sometimes, but well-intentioned. And then I went out to the car and that's when I talked to Sarah about it and I went to Wawa and I got a turkey club sandwich with jalapeno chips and I enjoyed that. Um, it was nice to just be quiet for an hour and like not hear all the lights and sounds of the world. And they mentioned some people like it just for that reason. But I, I, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I would do it again, but I don't, I wouldn't be doing it as frequently as some patrons that they've mentioned do. And I didn't feel all matrixy spoon bending like some people 
I thought it was an odd experience and I did experience some of the things that Alicia mentioned, um, that you had shared, but, um, yeah. Like what? what? Like, I mean, for a second when I wasn't, I didn't touch the sides of the tank or the pot or the front or the back and no pillows fell on me and I didn't feel like people were looking at me. <laughs> I did feel very like calm and be, I don't know if it was the temperature of me in the water at the same time, but I did feel like for a second, maybe I was traveling down like a Canyon stream <laughs> like all around me was positive nature and shining down birds tweeting at me and like squirrels going, Hey, look at that one. Um, but then I would hit the side or something and I would think about like, Oh, well shit, I better get Wawa after this. A couple of things that came to mind that I had to try to, um, like replace because they were kind of alarming thoughts. I was like, wonder what if would, is this what it would feel like to be swallowed by a whale? (laughs) And then I was like, is this what it would feel like to be in a water coffin? (laughs) And how long would, how long would it take before the air ran out? Oh my God. Or if you were inside a waterbed. (laughs) Oh, Frederick just got home and he's sleeping on me again. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Sarah went to the same place and I know she's got some, th- some experience to share. Yeah, I hated it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, okay. I didn't hate it. I just, I've taken a bath before, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was better. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I like, is there a chance that David's ever going to hear this? Hmm. No, because I'm not going to tag them or anything. It's just it, the episode's going to say episode 21 sensory deprivation tank. All right. So the two of them, when I they were so excited about floating and they were so nice and that was fine. And then and David, like, explained the whole thing to me. He went into like a lot of detail, but like also some like pseudoscience. He was like, you know, we're still learning about consciousness and as it evolves. And then his like sentence just trailed off in this way where I was like, what <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with anything? Um, he was just really excited about it, but also, uh, yeah, I can't remember any like great examples because they were almost nonsensical. I was just like weirded out by how hard he was selling it and how little uh, rationality it seemed to be involved. So but I was like, okay, that's fine. I do just for gentle listener, you should know that I love taking baths. Like I would take a bath. I would take a one hour bath every day if I could. Um, so I really thought that I was going to be, no matter what I was going to be into this. Mm-hmm. I think my primary primary problem was that I was cold what? all the time. Yeah, like that water was not warm enough. It's for because me. you t- you didn't take. They said to me to take a lukewarm shower before getting in. You took a hot shower. Well, I was cold. But you didn't follow the directions. He didn't tell me to do a lukewarm shower. He may have, but you might have been mad about it. No, his- I was listening to him trying to pull out some rational sentences and, you know, coming up empty handed. He was like, basically get naked float. And then it's over. Yeah. I didn't like how he kept, he said that to another customer. He's like, you ready to get naked and float? And yeah. Said, you better not say that to me. Yeah. He sure did say it to me. That's not a sentence you want to use right before. <laughs> so I was, I did get less cold as time went on and I would have had more fun if the tank was bigger. Or if there was more water, you know, like 
I kept like kind of bumping into the side. So anytime I did sort of um, feel like uh, I was relaxing into a space, um, I would bump into something and I'd be like, oh, okay. So maybe, so maybe the lesson there is that I wasn't being still enough, but really I just like, I wanted to leave. I was like, how soon can I get out of this? They're so hype about it. I don't want to hurt their feelings on the way out. They're going to be ready to ask me like how it was. Am, am I going to have to, like, I don't want to lie to them. I don't want to burst their bubble. They seem really excited, but like, this sucks. This isn't fun. I would never pay $60 for this again. No, oh, wait a minute. To the way. But just know that it wasn't hot. There was something wrong because it, it was hot in mine. Yeah. I was 98 degrees in mine. I, it was like, it was lukewarm water. It was like laying in 10 inches of lukewarm water. <laughs> I think, I think there was something wrong. No, she had the same room I did just a day later. Yeah. I don't know. And then, so I was in there for a long time. I t- turned the lights off, turn the lights back on, tried music, <laughs> no music. I was like looking at the reflection of myself at the top, like pretending I was a mermaid for a little while. I was just bored. I was like, this sucks. And I had taken my watch off, so I didn't know how much time passed. And then, and, and basically I was just waiting for it to be over so that I wouldn't have to talk to Krista and David about why I left so early, right? This is my goal. How do, cause I just want to go home and go to sleep. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. I did not feel right until the next day when I took a bath, a nice warm bath for $0. Huh. So, um, but then you went out. Oh yeah. So I left, uh, definitely before I was supposed to, but I had passed enough time that, you know, I took a shower afterwards. Oh, and I, was like, Krista and David have definitely fucked in this. Like a hundred percent. They probably have humped in all of these. And then I was like, I wonder how many people come in here and like no. have special times with themselves. And I was like, no, probably not because of the body fluids. So I was like worried. I was working through all those sort of details with myself. Like, I wonder like, where does this water go? Like, this is the grossest shit I've ever done. Why would I ever pay $60 to sit in 10 inches of lukewarm water that like a bajillion other people have also. But they drain like, the water and they replace the salt. Yeah. After every one. And it's like, uh, there's a certain level of trust when you go to a restaurant that y- you trust that the people aren't going to spit in your food. So you got to have that kind of trust going to something like that. Uh, okay. Like let's say a hundred percent that no one has accidentally discharged any body fluids in this, right? Like no one sneezed, no one tears up a little bit. No one has anal leakage fine but like their skin 100 percent is coming off like bath water but don't you go to um, have you ever been to uh like a hot springs or uh a hot tub at a gym or the spa or anything like that yeah yeah all those things i'm fine with all those things I will. I think because the water's like hot or outside. Well, it was really I'm, the temperature of the water that I'm was like you. the fact that it was luke, lukewarm is the <laughs> deal breaker. So I'm preparing my bullshit for when I leave. And then I, there was, I leave and there's another woman out there and she's like, hi. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I'm not ready to talk to someone. She had just gotten, she was like eating, eating an apple, wearing a robe, like with a journal. I was like, no. Did you write, did you wear the robe after? Cause I was like, when am I supposed no, to wear this? I got I, my clothes back on right away. I left 
fully dressed, jacket on, keys in hand. I was ready to get the fuck out of there. No. But I went back that to that other area because I was trying to find a Q-tip. Mm. Uh, but there wasn't any. And that woman was like, hi. Hi. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I had it? wanted to read some of the journal entries maybe, but she was there. So I wrote in there and signed it Carl Grashett, which would confuse them. Cause I didn't use that name when I booked the appointment. Yeah. I was like, I noticed that it was my breathing that I found interesting. Carl that's what, Grashett. That's what you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then I ate an apple. Uh, uh-uh. no, I just wanted to go home and go to bed. Yeah. Uh, that was the impression I got when you got home. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, I've taken a bath before. That's my review. I don't think that they're banging. I think I went on their Facebook and it seems like they're not a couple. They're not going to put that on there. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I'd be like, well, you know. I'd like to believe that there is enough trust and respect for cleanliness and things like they're not going to do that the same way that a restaurateur that I might appreciate or a restaurant. I'm, I'm, they're not going to spit or like drop their T-bone on their ding dong or their <laughs> butt crack. You know? Um, I, I feel like I'd, I'd be the most likely to be concerned about any of these things. And it, it, it was totally fine. Mm-hmm. But of course to each her own. Yeah. Um, but I do want to say that, in comparison, I I don't love the idea of how the place you went to, there was sort of some mingling or interaction with other patrons. I enjoyed being the only person there with, mm-hmm. one, with just one um, employee. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, I was already kind of nervous when I went in there. So the, the fact that there was another person waiting that scared me a little bit, but then it was, it was fine. But I, I agree with that. I would be interested in a, like a tank. Like if there was, for some reason I thought I was going to be in a, like a really deep, big tank. Mm. Like I didn't, I was disappointed to learn that it was only 10 inches of water. So I think that my expectations of it being number one, warmer and number two, more water, uh, set me up for being crabby about it. I mean, if you want, I'll break into a, a holiday inn, just lock you in the pool, shut the lights off. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. I love being in water. I mean, that's all those things sound good, but like. Uh, what if they just dumped a bunch of pepper in there instead of salt? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> salt, salt and pepper and heated it up enough that you cook a little bit. <laughs> Look, there's a deer. Let's each give our our, our uh, bugs in there. Steve? Um, I would go with a three or four. I feel like the main um, thing that I didn't like about it was um, nobody's fault but my sinuses. And so the experience was great. I would do it again. It's expensive. Like if it weren't so expensive, I would probably do it again sooner. And I'd like to go for longer, um, 90 minute. Um, but yeah, three, uh, three and a half maybe. Um, I, 
I would give it a three. I'd like to do it again, but I, I agree about the price. I wouldn't pay that consistently, nor would I be excited about it. But I would like to do a 90 minute one because I think there is something to be said about the fact that it took so long for most of us to get comfortable and then it felt like it was over. So what happens if you then have another 40 minutes or 30 minutes after that? Uh like I'm not questioning our friendship, so I wouldn't say it's like zero bugs in there, but maybe like one. Like I, I don't understand. My question for everyone that likes this is: Have you ever taken a bath? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't float in a bath. You don't need to float if your water is hot because it relaxes your muscles, and you're at home. You don't have to worry about anyone coming into your apartment. It's free. It's great. Like if you spent one hour in the bathtub, I'm pretty sure you would get like, I feel like what people are, are now listen, let me say again, like I don't want to knock this. If people get legitimate benefits from it. I recognize people have different experiences. For example, I don't like massages multiple times. I've tried to go to masseuses, different types, different types of massage. I never get it. I'm always bored. I don't like it. Like it doesn't do anything for me. So take take that <laughs> grain of salt. But I, I, what I would like to know is what is the difference between if you... Okay, so what I think people are paying for is blocking time off of on their schedule to relax and meditate and reflect in a space where people can't bother them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that it's necessary, like that you need the lights or the pod or David or the shower or the stretchy ball or any of those things. I think I, or the salt, because again, you can add Epsom salt to your bath at home for about $2. And then, and if you sit in your bath for an hour when you close your eyes and you relax, you're going to have like a deeply meditative, relaxing experience because water, I think, is healing and, and nice and good. I don't think you need to go to a special place to do that unless you do because of your living arrangement or you understand that that's what you're paying for. Like, okay, I understand I can't relax at home or I won't stay in my own bathtub for this long, but... Uh, that's, that's my thoughts on all this. Water is very relaxing, but everyone has the benefit of most, not everyone, most people I know on this podcast have access to a podcast. I mean, a, a have <laughs> everyone I know on this podcast right now has access to a bathtub at home and salt water and relaxation for 60 to 90 to 120 minutes for less than five dollars um taking a bath with epsom salt for 90 minutes um you're not getting the um sensory break that's not true if you put your ears underwater mm -hmm. um you absolutely get a sensory break and you close your eyes like that's very you are uh because you're underwater sound waves don't work the same way maybe if you had the plugs in What's that? Maybe if you had the earplugs in. I hear excellent. Maybe <laughs> underwater. Okay. But you still hear things. Like I could still hear things like people like bipping and bopping around that building. I couldn't. I had the wax ones in. You had the foam ones in. I had the foam ones in. Yeah. Yeah. I mostly couldn't hear anything. Occasionally I heard what sounded like um, footsteps going very in the distance going up steps. 
Mm. Um, but you said at home, you don't have to worry about anybody coming in your apartment. I wasn't worried about anyone coming in the room. <laughs> I was in. Well, I was just, I was speaking to sometimes you and sometimes Carl. So yeah, I don't know. That's my one bug in there. Okay. I'm not questioning our friendship, but I don't uh, feel the need to revisit it. I will accept also that when I left, David was like, well, just like anything else, it's a practice, you know, you build up to being able to do that. I was like, okay, I mean, maybe. Okay, sure. Didn't he say he was excited to share that with you or something? I'm grateful to have shared this experience with you. I was like, we didn't share anything, David. You were out here. You better better have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also with, I feel like you should have gone out and said, I was cold. I was waiting for the timer to go off. Do you think I could have my money back? Hmm. Well, oh, I feel like my body temperature, I don't understand how this works, but my body temperature is always a little bit lower than That's everybody up. else's. That's no, nice. it is for real. Well, no one, I don't know anyone that gets as cold as often as I do. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe you, but not. I don't get cold. I usually get too hot. So I don't understand how these things work. Wow. I like the act of doing something um, like an experience being an assignment. So thank you for diving into that realm. Even though I didn't love this experience, I liked the adventure of it and I was happy to have experienced it. Yeah. It wouldn't have been... um, as good of an episode if I was like, well, let's all take baths this week. The lesson here overall, the overarching lesson is what would have happened if one of us would have pooped in there. That's all Carl would talk about before he went. He was like, I'm going to ask him what what happens if I poop in there. And I was like, do not ask him more about <laughs> like in a joke. I wasn't going to be like, oh, buddy, I, but I go oh, better. But I forgot to go. <laughs> like, I'm not into that. But I just like the reaction of somebody not expecting that question and that being their place of business. Thank you. We would have had we would have had to open a OK time credit card to pay for the <laughs> cleaning <laughs> service. Yeah, I don't know what the credit lines are going to be on that card. <laughs> You're approved for three hundred dollars. OK, thank you to everybody. Speaking of deer, what's a deer song that for the week? I'm never prepared for this. Yeah, that's the thing about being the producer. You're supposed to be the most prepared person. <laughs> um, it's easy. That's for me. why I make the big bucks. Easy for me. I've only been listening to two things all week. No joke. Uh, snail mail mm. and pig destroyer. Nice. And so I'm going to add a snail mail song from Habit which is an EP from 2016. I'm going to add thinning because it has a cool video for it. Did you see that? The video? Is that the hockey player one? No, it's the other one. No, she's just like wandering around Baltimore, Ellicott, whatever, wherever. It's fun. It's like real low budget, but it, it feels effective. Yeah. Sarah, I don't, Sarah's got to listen to that. Some more snail mail. Uh, I, we, I, 
hooked up the record player in the new house finally. And the first record I pulled out of our collection was the, it's like Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings. They were called the outlaws on that record. Um, oh, yeah. I forget the other two members. Um, it's a little bit dumb, but I don't, can't think of the other two people, but there's a song that Waylon Jennings does on there. Honky tonk heroes. It was like the second one on side a, and I really liked it. So it's my song of the week, Sarah. Can I pass? Yeah. If I don't pass, then I say Enya sail away. You should just do Enya sail away. You should pass, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next week? Oh, man. Yeah, I guess there will be a next week, won't there? Can I go first? Yeah. Have you seen Eighth Grade? Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a movie? Yeah, it's the it's by A24. It was directed by Bo Burnham. It's like a comedian, stand-up comedian. Um, but it's about this this girl who's in the last week of her eighth grade year and just her interactions with her her dad and trying to find herself and use social media and like put out various messages on YouTube and like interact with just different kids from her school. And um, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. I, um, painfully, painfully accurate in its awkwardness. So yeah. So warm up your grimace faces because it's going to happen. You're just going to be sitting there like, Oh, a lot of moments like that. Did you guys go to the, is it in a, in theater still? No, No. you can rent, you have to rent it. Sorry. That's okay. Um, (laughs) That was a a pregnant pause of not being okay. No. Uh, it's fine. It's like renting movies is so easy now. And it's usually like four ninety nine or something mm-hmm. at worst. It'll be like seven bucks. It's no. a steal at $5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe we could trade movies then. Uh, have you watched Shirkers? Shirkers? Yeah. No. All right. There you go. It's a documentary. Um. I keep forgetting where it was made. Um, Singapore. Uh, This woman, when she was 18, made a film with some of her friends and kind of like a mentor figure who was much older man. And um, they sort of finished filming and then he disappeared with the uh, footage and the audio tapes and it was never finished because he's a weirdo and it's so there's a lot of footage of the film and then this woman is um interviewing like all the all her friends from that time period i think they all most of them live in the states now um but so she's like having a bunch of conversations with friends and it <clears throat> it was really inspiring because it was a very ambitious uh, thing to make as an 18 year old and Mm -hmm. um, Singapore at the time didn't really have an underground or independent film scene. And so she was, her and her friends were kind of pioneers and it's um, Netflixable. Oh, cool. Thanks. I was going to ask. Awesome. I look forward to watching.
Thanks for joining us for episode 21 of OK Time. Um, we are produced by Sarah Taylor Cummings, Carl Grashit, and myself, Steve Ellis, are the hosts. Our intro and outro music is provided by the Hokkaido Concern. Um, if you want to follow us on social, I'm at Harefort on Instagram. Carl is at Carl Grashit on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What else? Uh, uh, YouTube is all. YouTube is. Uh, what I miss? <laughs> Nothing. L- leave a review if you want. You don't have to make five stars. Our resolution is to stop forcing it down on your throat. Well, here's the thing. I recently deleted podcasts off my phone because. Apple interface is so garbage. Yeah, and I most of my things on Spotify. Mm. And is there a rating system on Spotify? I don't believe so. No. Huh. Okay. So that's fair. Um, yeah. But we enjoy ratings nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we do. So and, do it. And if you leave a good one, we'll read it. Bye, everyone. Have a safe and happy and healthy float in the new year. Floats on me, everybody. <laughs> if you're gonna float, remember to get bloated, baby. Wawa. My question for everyone that likes this is have you ever taken a bath? <laughs>